right, guys, we're live here. I can't find all my videos. Here we go. Hey, guys. Again, we're back to the chaos of uh, Thursday night podcast at 5 o'clock. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I keep playing that intro clip, but I just like it. But we're not talking finance. Um, we ain't changing it. <laughs> yeah, we're not changing it at this point. <laughs> it's been our intro. Um, but we're here with our sleeper picks, and hopefully we do get some comments regarding some starting sit for week nine. Um, crazy week. Um, we had a head coach fired. Uh, quarterbacks are being replaced due to either incompetency or injury, unfortunately, in Kirk Cousins' case. Um, and uh, tonight we get one of the the new rookie quarterbacks playing for the Titans in Will Levis, who had a, an amazing first game throwing for four touchdowns. Um, so in, in week eight, um, and do you think – do, you, do we think he's going to continue that in, on Thursday night? Maybe. Well, not right. <laughs> I hope so. That would be very nice. <laughs> it would be very nice. It would be very nice for my couple shares of, of Will Levis. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, yeah, Thursday night, we got the Titans. We got the Steelers. It's a, it's a you know, old AFC um, rival game. Um, that's got not that much mustard to the rivalry anymore. Um but it should be it should be an interesting one. Um, it's I, I feel like both of them are playing for wild card um, playoffs. Um, so this is going to be a very important game for each one of them for the the standings within the conference. And honestly speaking, um, the Titans, you know, I think are just better because I think they do have a slight edge on the quarterback's position at the moment. Uh, but I think more so on the offensive coordinator position, <laughs> the edge is, is is in the Titans' favor. Um, but I, I think the way this game kind of breaks down is both offenses are um, not elite. They're mediocre. They have lapses in uh, their game. And then the defense is um, their D-line can generate pressure, but – you can still throw against them and you could actually run against the Steelers as well, which is odd to say, because that never used to happen where you could run on the Steelers. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised the Steelers are three point favorites. Like I just, I get it. They've been okay this year, but just, it's just been so ugly watching that offense try to do anything. Their defense has really just been the whole thing, holding it all together. And on like the Titans, like they actually have a quarterback who looks good after one game, even though we weren't super sold on him, but yeah, he just looks a lot better than Kenny Pickett. Like I'm not gonna lie. There's nothing I've seen from Kenny Pickett in this two years in the league where I'm like, yeah, he's a good quarterback. Um, all the metrics tell us he's a bottom tier quarterback, even with the talent they have. So you know, we had the bright spot from Levis, and let's hope that continues against, you know, two susceptible defense against the pass, which is weird to say, like you're talking about. Yep. And I think you'll see um, when you look at the player props that we're actually really in on uh, the Titans running game, and then we're also in on the pass catchers on both sides of the ball. Um, that just means that um, there's a lot of opportunity 
for the wide receivers in this game. But unfortunately, the risk is always going to be the offensive game call um, with these two teams, and that's the risk. Um, but let's go ahead and get started with our first uh, player prop. I think this is the the anytime never mind. This is not the discounted one, is it? No, this is the this is just the anytime touchdown. It's a little out of order, so like it might not be the best order. Yeah. but it's just because it's category. But yeah, it's the touchdown prop. Thanks. Um, yeah, Derek Henley, he's, um, the engine, even though Will Levis did throw for four touchdowns last game, um, that was mainly because the, you know, the defense was stacking the box, making him throw, but Derek Henry, even when he's splitting touches with, um, Spears, he's gonna give you production. Um, and he just needs one run that gets to the second level. Um, and then once you get near the goal line, he's, he's golden. And, and, and that so this is a pretty self-explanatory <laughs> prop um i don't know how many touchdowns does he have in the year so far um, yeah. look him up really quick i'm not sure the fun fact with like henry is his splits and games where they're leading have been dramatically different than when his splits when they're losing which which makes sense because he's the ultimate like game script running back right because if they're trailing a lot they're not just going to check down to him because that's not who derrick henry is but you know like if they have a lead which they entirely could in this game and they're going to pound the rock with Henry. I think he has three touchdowns this year. So he's basically about half of his games he has a touchdown. And it's interesting, like, it's as far as if you're going to bet on someone to have a touchdown on this game, like, Henry's going to be my bet of all of them. I get it. Hopkins had a bunch of touchdowns last week, and Levis was just on fire. But, you know, when they get down to the goal line, who do you think they're going to give it to? It's going to, it's going to be the guy, the 240-pound running back that's just the tank that you can't stop. So I get it. Um, the Steelers' defense is not – not super great against running back, which is kind of surprising. So, like, for fantasy-wise, he should have a solid day. And then we're going to hit on the other aspect of this prop that we like, too, for Henry, which is the discounted rushing yard, which is basically a free square. So, like, I give props to Sleeper because they're giving out a free square each and every week. This week, yeah. it's Derrick Henry, right? It's like, he needs one yard rushing. It's like, okay, cool. So, instead of 73.5, <laughs> which is an entirely reasonable number for him to hit in this matchup, like, I, you know, if he hits a couple long runs like he normally does – Derek Henry's a beast, and then you just get the one yard on top of it. It's like, all right, cool. So you could double dip with Henry if you want and start yourself off well this week with these, these props. Like, I think it's overall, like, I'm kind of back in with Henry where I was worried a few weeks ago. Where do you where do you kind of stand with him the rest of the season, Henry? Are you, like, excited or are you a little bit nervous or are you somewhere in the middle with Henry? Um, I'm actually trading for him if it's, he's got a discounted, especially in redraft. Um, uh, if if someone's worried about him tailing off, I think he's a solid running back too. And if you can get him for, I don't know, one of the Cleveland Browns running backs, I think I'm flipping those for Derrick Henry. Um, Cause he's got a role um, and it's a good role with Henry and he's going to give you those boom weeks. Um, but honestly, I would rather have Spears because as, as the season goes on, I think he gets more playing time and he's got the value touches in, in the reception, especially if you're playing, half PPR or PPR leagues. Yeah, now that they're past the trade deadline, I think that was my biggest concern with Henry. Like, he was going to get traded, and it probably would have been a better situation for him. Like, if he goes to Baltimore, that would have been just so good. Like, <laughs> everybody's, I guess the Titans owner, like, nulled that deal, which sucks for you guys because it would have been great to get yes. Henry. I was like, awesome. Yeah, right? And he could just be just pounding his way to just 20, like, 20 points, 20 points a game. But, like, I found a stat from, uh, who was it, Sam Sherman. He said, Henry is first with A-plus defenders in the box. Uh, no surprise, right? 
He's mm -hmm. 10th in rushing yards over expectation per attempt. He's 10th in success rate per attempt. Fifth in PFF rush grade. Second in PFF receiving grade. Third in yards after contact per reception. And fifth in yards per route run. Like, the guy's just – he's – I get it. He's ancient. We think he's dust, but he's still really good. Like he's, he's still an dying. alien. He's an alien, right? He's like one guy where you're like, that dude's not human. He's literally not human. He's 250 pounds, and he's just like, he's just a monster. He's like, I'm just, I blame the the head coaching staff a few years ago when he was a rookie, and they like just wouldn't put him on the field. Like, what are you yeah. guys doing? Like, I, how could you mention? He's a freaking right? wild. Oh, he's um, too good, man. I, I was concerned in the offseason. I didn't draft Henry purposely at his cost because um the age and the and the the, the mileage on the tires there. Um but he's been a pleasant surprise. And I think this this split with Spears has helped a lot. Um where he 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 isn't asked to, you know, rust the ball 25 times a game. Um and it's the only offense. And I think Will Levis now showing that he's able to make some throws. And the Titans um, did a great job. Their offensive um, coordinator did an amazing job, you know, mixing in easy completions with also uh, completions that that kind of tailor to Will Levis's arm strength. So I think as the season goes on, those eight-man stacks will start loosening up a little. And, and speaking of the Steelers, I think they're like the sixth worst in yards per rush attempt on the season. Um, it's like it's like their D line. If you get past their D line, there's no one tackling Henry in this game. So um, it's real bad. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. For, um, and since, did you see that the one play that everybody showed the highlight of where like Levis rolls to his right, bootlegs out, and throws it all the way across the field left. Like, it's like a 50-yard bomb he's fading away. Like, mm -hmm. it just shows how talented his arm strength is. And, like, that's been his calling card. It was just, like, seeing that, I was like, holy. Like, that That gives a whole other element to this offense. So, like, he should you know, actually open it up for them. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Ben Roethlisberger. I've heard that before. Like, multiple times. I was like, it, it makes sense. Like, he's not as big as Ben. Like, because Ben was a huge dude. Like, he was yeah. thick. And you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he, like. If he can break tackles and kind of just extend plays a little bit, his arm strength could really benefit these guys. And particularly, like, I, I almost took the trail on Burks prop. I, I just did it just because I don't <laughs> know if the snap share is going to rise up. But, like, they desperately need that second option in this offense, right? Besides yeah. besides the DeAndre Hopkins. They're, like, now, they're asking for it. Yeah, and, and, and Bill Levis could have had a better game. He had two horrible drops, one by Burks and one by uh, Chiggy. And, um, and I think, you know, if if – those two step up. I think this offense takes another step. And unfortunately, I think there would be a really hard uh, playoff team to beat because um, they're built for December, January football. So, Absolutely. again, going back to the player prop, we're high on Henry, point five, uh, touchdown at any time. Um, we're definitely high on him. So right, Let's pull up the next one. All right, so this is the um, on the flip side of the ball. Like Deontay came in and he saw thirteen targets in the first half last week. Like it was absurd. Like what what they did with that offense. <laughs> it's just like, hey, Deontay's back because it was the second week back. The first week back, it was a little more split, but he still had seventy nine receiving yards two weeks ago, which is you know really good, right? And he came in last week and he was just a target magnet. Um, the issues are still there. Where he's not the most efficient wide receiver. It's just because. Part of it's Kenny Pickett and the issues that they have, but like he gets open and he's just a really good wide receiver. So 
hitting 58 and a half does not seem too too bullish for me on this one. Like I where they projected it, I was like, yeah, he's he's clearly the number one wide receiver on that offense. I get it, we like George Pickens, but realistically, I expect if any receiver is going to get a touchdown, it's probably Pickens, not Johnson, because he hasn't had one since Ben Roethlisberger. But um, <laughs> receptions wise and yardage, like it's Deontay. He's he's their best wide receiver, and he just he just gets open, man. So you're just Counting on continue what he's been doing and just get over 58 and a half, which doesn't seem super like unreasonable, especially against this pass defense, this Titans mm-hmm. defense, which sucks. And they're saying they just lost Baird. They traded him away. So it's another issue. It's just like that's wheels up for Deontay Johnson. I'm really excited to watch him in this game today. Yeah, and he's beat this uh uh yardage in the past few games already. Um and and we know he's gonna get targeted. And if you look at the game day edge. Um, the Steelers actually have a pretty good air yards matchup because of the Titans defense, right? They do have lapses in, in coverage. Some, some DB forgets their assignment and Deontay Johnson's going to eat that up. Um, so I'm on board and, um, I'm happy he's back because I was all Johnson over, uh, Pickens, um, yeah. <laughs> in the off season. Um, and I, I've got so many Sarah's of Johnson's, um, this year. Um, unfortunately he got it hurt, but Again, like you said, he's going to be hyper targeted, um, and um, the air yards are going to be there, right? The Titans do give up pretty high amount of um, yards per completion um, in this game. So yeah, I think I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think I was looking at it right here on your game day tool. It's like they gave up 168 yards, um, or no, sorry, 168.88 receiving yards and 219 air yards per game to wide receivers. So like. I think the air yards are really going to benefit Pickens because he can hit a big play particularly easily because that's kind of a specialty. But, like, just the yards in general, like, Deontay, like, that's just what it is. He gets the easy routes, receptions, and we should be over there. If you wanted to take the receptions prop, you could totally do that with him too because he's going to see so many targets. Like, that's how he's going to win. The touchdowns, yeah, that's just – I <laughs> as fun as that would be, that's just a chaotic bet I want no part of with Deontay Johnson. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you go over to the game day edge tool, um, usually um, – uh, an average is about 150 receiving yards and about 200 uh, and nine air yards. And and both these teams are either at or above those averages uh, with the Steelers being a little bit better. Um, so, and the Steelers have been passing a lot more this season, which is weird. Um, maybe they don't trust their O-line to make any uh, sort of uh, a push in the running game, which is quite evident uh, if you had Najee Harris <laughs> to pick this year. It's been brutal, man. Like, he's he's just, like, he's been actually been pretty solid as far as, like, not end-of-season stats or anything like that. Like, per touch basis, he's been the better player for them. So, yeah. you know, he has a role. He's going to be solid for them. It's just they're both capped. Like, there's no ceiling <laughs> yeah. with either one of those guys, right? Bad offensive line, not going to do anything. Najee's not the most explosive player in the world. <laughs> that situation. So, yeah. We want the wide receivers on this matchup because that's where they're going to specialize. I actually was surprised at how bad the Patriots and Chiefs were using your game day tool against wide receivers. I was like, holy smokes. It's like 244 air yards for the Chiefs. I was like, oh, my gosh. But uh, let's hit all the next prop. Uh, yeah, this is the Derek Brady. This is the Derek Henry free prop like we're talking about. You just need one yard. So you see how it's 73.5 yards normally. That would be the bet. Today, they knocked it down to one yard. So he just needs one carry. We're going to get it. Like, it's just free money. If you like free money, here's the bet to do it on. Um, I think it's live up until the game time. Last week, somebody said they couldn't get the free like the free square bet. I don't know what happens. But you want to take advantage of this a little bit earlier. Like, the closer it gets to the game, then they start to pull it. So um, I would hop on this one as soon as it's available. But, yeah, we've already hit on Henry. You can just kind of move on to the next guy. Yeah. All right. So we have 
two for Tajay Spears, um, but I'll let you. I'll go let you go on Tajay Spears. Yeah, I think this is actually yours, right? The rush yards. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, I actually, it was funny because I actually picked the rush yards, and then I was like, let me just do the rush and receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you go to the game day tool and you take click on the running back, the Tennessee Titans have one of the better matchups for running backs. And um, but. Uh, um, if you look at the rush score and the receiving score, both of them are high for Tennessee Titans. So obviously the rush score definitely benefits Derrick Henry, but the receiving score, you know, Spears is is electric when he catches the ball out of his um, out of the backfield. So um, that's why I'm kind of high on on the running backs at, at, at the Titans. Um, so with whichever way you want to go, the rush yards or the receiving yards or if you want to combine both of them and, and go get the um total rust and receiving yards prop i think you can't go wrong yeah because i was like i was looking at prop this to take this morning and i and i saw tajay i was like all right cool let's roll there and then you sent me the one where it was the r- rushing and receiving i was like okay i guess i gotta take the rushing one then <laughs> i was like <laughs> like realistically all he needs is what like five carries he's good like henry's not gonna see all the snaps like that's not what we're gonna do with henry anymore he's still gonna be the rb1 of the offense and all that but spears gets some work and all he needs is a few touches, and the receptions one like just give him a few receptions, and he can make big plays. He's electric. We've seen him; he's super explosive. That's kind of his specialty, and how he makes yeah. big chunk plays. Like I was talking about with Jameer Gibbs last night, like you love these ex- explosive electric playmakers. That's Spears. He doesn't have any ACLs in these, but it doesn't matter. The guy's just dynamite, and you want you just want to give him touches. Yep. The one thing I'll, I'll caveat is the receiving yards is probably at most risk because Will Levis doesn't check down as much, mm-hmm. I believe as Ryan Tannehill did. Um, I think that's where the, the volume concern comes. But but the Steelers um, give up like 10 yards a reception to running backs. Um, but not many teams have been throwing the ball at the running back because, you know, as we talked, um, as we'll, we'll get into it, a lot of people, a lot of teams have been throwing against the Steelers to the wide receivers and have been successful. But again, that's what that's why the rush yards and the – the combination ones are, are, I think, a better bet than just the receiving yards. Yeah, because I think they're they're bringing, bringing along the rookie who's um, what's his name? the next Steelers player. He's like a linebacker. Um, it's Harrison Jr., uh, whatever, the, the corner they drafted. Why am I oh. The first-round pick for the Steelers. Um, they're bringing him along too. So, like, they're trying to fix the issues they have on defense. But, like, right. he's not ready yet. He's not there. So, it's just going to take them some time to figure it out. But in the meantime, you take advantage of, like, these these wide receivers and the running backs and you roll with all right, let's go to our next one. And this is the this is the prop you were talking about right here. This is the combined prop. So as you can see, he's been very good as far as like combined usage the last three out of the last four weeks. Last week, Atlanta's interesting how they play defense, so it's a little bit different. But like, yeah, 58 yards, 69, 63. We're only asking to get 37 and a half, so 38. Like, I think that's reasonable number for him to hit. He's going to just be involved. He's going to this it's like, yeah, and per touch the per touch matchup against the Steelers is, is really, really good. So he doesn't need, you know, uh, 15 to 20 touches. He can do this in 10 touches or less. Actually, he could probably do this in like five touches. Yeah. Like if he, if he gets five touches, he'll smash past the rushing one. And then if he gets like seven to eight touches, like if we get eight touches, he's going to get over this combined top. So like, that's what I'm asking. Just a couple of receptions, a couple of checkdowns, let him do his thing. Or he just, you know, he makes an explosive play in the running game. Like that's the other way he hits it too. So like, I think I feel pretty safe about both these Tajay Spears. Like he is, he is technically a backup, but he's seeing enough work. He's involved. I'm not sure his snapshot the last few weeks. I can double check that, but it's relatively high. Yeah, he's been like he's been 
basically splitting snaps with Henry for, you know, the, basically the entire season. He was at 44% last week. The two weeks before that was 56, 52. So he's right in that 40 to 50 range. And, you know, he's involved in the offense. That's what you want to see. But, yeah, like, I love I love betting on these young players who are just good and bringing on. Like you're talking about rookie running backs, rookie wide receivers that come on as the season goes. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, and, like, Atlanta is really good against the running backs, um, unlike the Steelers. So I think that's why. But obviously, Henry killed them with 22, yeah. <laughs> 22 on the on the ground. Um, yeah. But Atlanta is pretty good at um, running backs catching the ball. So I think the the script is flipped. So I, this thirty seven and a half feels like a discount to me. Um, but again, the caveat is, will Will Levis will he will he target the running backs as often? As Ryan Tannehill did. All right, I think do we have one more? We do. This is the sketchy one. So like, prepare yourself. This is this is. Oh no, this is the other Hopkins. Never mind. I was thinking no, no. of the Traylon Burks one, and I was like, yeah. oh God, prepare yourself. No, this I is think you got out. I think you got out of that one. <laughs> yeah, I had to pick that one down. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't on this one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hopkins. It's you know he's the best wide receivers they've got. I mean. If you target Hopkins and then Will Levis, we saw the chemistry, and he knows Hopkins will come down with it. And with the arm strength that Levis has against this defense, I think, you know, Hopkins, just like Deontay Johnson, is going to get like 10 plus targets in this game. And he should be able to bring that 53 and a half um, yardage um, in, a, in, a, in any game. Um, I think, what, three out of four? Um, yep. In the past four weeks, he's he's beat that yardage, and I think, um, you know, Levis being a rookie quarterback, he's going to go to his first read often, and that first read's probably going to be Hopkins. Often. So. Yeah, if you if you look at like his targets and receptions, like it, it's clear how much they value him. He had a he had a down game against Baltimore. It was just the offense really didn't work very well. He only had one reception on five targets, but like five's the least amount of targets he's seen in the game this entire year. So like with uh, Ryan Tannehill, the offense was just a struggle, and he was really the only thing going him and Spears. And now Henry's getting going, and they have a capable quarterback. So this is really good news for Hopkins because you can see how frustrated like these good uh, wide receivers get if it's a bad quarterback, aka Devontae Adams, Monday Night Football, where he's just like, <laughs> oh, like you know. But yeah, Hopkins is still good. Like this is he's not he's not washed yet. Like he's still got it, and just, you know you just gotta trust him. Talent of the wide wide receiver one on the offense of a quarterback that can support him. So yeah, I'm all aboard this DeAndre Hopkins, but I think he's gonna blow past this one. Yeah, I, I mean the Ravens matchup. Every every wide receiver is bad against the Ravens. <laughs> uh, they're like giving up the least amount of yards per pass attempts and least amount of yards per pass completions. They they're doing a great job of keeping everything to a minimal. Um, unlike unlike last year, where <laughs> where no no second half lead was uh, um, sustainable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm glad they um, figured it out. It's like you guys. The Ravens look like just a fantastic team. So it's going to be like our teams are playing each other this week. I'm very much looking forward to that, like to watching that game. Yeah, that's going to be a really, really good game. I think the Ravens have a slight advantage, mm-hmm. um, but you guys going getting Leonard Fort Williams is going to be great. But Lamar, Lamar's legs are going to be the equalizer. Um, Lamar's terrifying. It's yeah. Terrifying. Dude, it's like you just can't stop him. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. The one thing I did notice is the Seahawks are really bad in the red zone. And the Ravens are really good at forcing offenses to go all the way down the field and score in the red zone and limit 
they're really good defense in the red zone. And it, it's like that bend and don't break defense. Um, and, and I think Seattle's going to be tested. Um, yeah, often. if you watch the the Browns game was a perfect example of this. The Seahawks had chance after chance after chance, and it took them every effort to finally get it on the final drive. It was maddening watching that game. I'm like, oh my god, you guys should have so many more points than this. But yeah, they've just struggled in the end zone all season. They've missed. They've lost a couple games where they've gotten down, they've drove down, and they throw a pick or they just miss easy plays. It's just yeah. yeah. So this could continue this week again. Like they could be hitting those field goals, and that's why they probably lose that game. No. Yeah, but I'm I'm high on the running backs because the Ravens do have a knack of losing containment on the edge, and Kenneth Walker is so good at those cutbacks. He's he's so good at those cutbacks, and 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 Charbonnet, his his college film, he's got good vision. I haven't seen it translate yet, which is weird because if you got good vision in college, it usually translates. Um, he probably just doesn't have enough uh, touches yet. To get yeah. acclimated, but like he's um, he's just been non-existent in the offense. They finally like gave him some touches down the stretch in the game last week, and like Pete's out here just raving about Charbonnet, and so like I'm sure he's gonna play a role. And you know he just yeah. loves those physical downhill backs. That's what Charbonnet is, where they just punish people like that. That gives Pete off. He's just like, oh my god, yes, please. So yeah, that's kind of like his dream running back. So yeah, it'll be fun with those two going against that Ravens defense. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a first, I think, litmus test for the Ravens. And um, unfortunately for Seattle, it's in Baltimore at one o'clock. So again, I feel like that's an easy out for the Ravens. But um, I, I I expect the Ravens to win. I, I think Seahawks will make it close, but like you know, they're the home team. They should pull out the W. It's just you know, should. sometimes weird things happen, right? And you never know All how right. it goes. All right, who you got tonight? Um, so I'm actually gonna take the Titans on the road, upsetting the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to take them because this is like a low. Have you checked out the over under on this game? It's 37 no. and a half. Like oh, it is freaking low. And the weird thing about it is like these defenses aren't very good. But so I'm gonna push over that. I'm gonna say it's. 21-18, the Titans take this one. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I think the road team wins. Um, the Titans, like I said, have the better offensive coordinator, and I think that's going to be the the clinching. And I think they race out to a pretty good lead and force the Steelers to throw more, which is just going to open up the game. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a 24-21 Titans win. It should be a fun game. Like, I, I think there's going to be times we're super frustrated. Like, I, I guess Matt Canada is going down the sideline to call plays. So, like, who knows what the hell's going on because he's been up in the box all season. So, you know, that's his excuse to come down on the field and call plays. Some some guys do it. Some guys don't do it well. But I'm sure it'll just be more chaos for the Steelers and offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should get a formal coach in here. I've never understood the whole sideline versus uh, box. Like, what, what changes? Is well, it's just like you – yeah, you like you can just see the like you see the field better like being up that high, right? So you get to see everybody yeah. and how they like. So like, but, I, that's but then are you detached? Are you like detached yeah. from the players? Is that what it is? It's like you're not getting the feeling and you're not getting the players telling you exactly what to. What it yeah, because like we have head coaches, right? That still calls plays. Like guys like McVay and others are right. like involved on the sideline calling plays. So yeah, it's like there's both ways to do it. It's just it's interesting how certain guys are like, nope, I want to be up or something. And we've had it with Seattle where they've gone up and down with a few different guys. Nice. I I I like the. The interaction, I think that helps spark um, a, a flat offense a lot more than just being up there and being able to see the whole field. Yeah, have someone else. Have, the cool like interactions where they freak out on each other. Yeah, you right. see that because they're down there. They start yelling at each other. It's like, give me the ball. <laughs> He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, all right, man. I think it's gonna be a good game. Uh, hopefully, the wide receivers come through for us, um, and and uh, the tight ends, running backs. <laughs> Funny, we not, we didn't even touch uh, the Steelers running backs. Everyone's stay away. Dude, I, yeah, it's football. so. I actually almost took the combined total for Najee in this game because I think he can hit it. It's like fifty six. It's not very high. Like I think he can hit it because he's gonna be involved in both. It's just like. There's not much of a ceiling room for it, so I think he's like barely gonna hit it. So it just like seems super risky to like even play that bet. Yeah, it's one of those where you like miss out on it because you missed out on like five yards. Yeah, he gets fifty-two yards, and you're like, right. it's like, yeah, exactly. Like he's not getting hundred yards in this game. That's not that's not Najee anymore. But like, let's we'll go over these picks again. We got the over on DeAndre Hopkins, fifty-three and a half receiving yards. We got the combined rushing and receiving over for Tajay Spears at thirty-seven and a half yards. We have the Tajay Spears over rushing yards, 21 and a half. We have the over one yard for Derrick Henry, the free square, squeeze, ugh, free square rushing bet. We have the Deontay Johnson over 58 and a half receiving yards. And we have the Derrick Henry over one rushing touchdown. So those are the bets for this week. Um, we did pretty good last week. We just needed Mike Evans to do a little bit more. We would have gone five for five last week. We, we got that late touchdown saver baked with him because it was a rough game for him. But yeah. you know what? We're four for five. So we're, we're trying to carry that streak and we're going to keep going on with it. If you haven't noticed a, a trend, we always go over. <laughs> we only pick over pre- player prop bets. <laughs> There's a few. I've gone under like once or twice, but like I just hate it. Because like it's you're rooting against the player. Unless right. it's like a dramatic – like there's always – usually it's the quarterback rushing totals where you can go under and make it. But it's like yeah. who wants to go under Kenny Pickett rushing total? Like nobody wants to do that. It's like nah, – It's late. Uh, yeah. You want to see some <laughs> offense. Right. I know. I, I was tempted to do the Connor Hayward, the tight end for the Steelers under. But I was like, it's 22 yards, man. It's so low. It's like all he needs is two catches. He's going to beat that. All right. No, I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. We like over here. We're, we're going. <laughs> yep. All right. Well – I hope everyone has a good time uh, today and watches the game. And uh, good luck to your Seahawks, Jesse. (laughs) And uh, everyone else, have a great week nine. This podcast is sponsored by The League Winners. Check them out at theleaguewinners.com.